gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all ages, it's time again for the Knife Nuts Podcast! That's so much more energy than any of us probably have. I, I don't have, that's all the energy I have, I'm done. It's all spent. <laughs> good night, everyone. And Jake, play him out. Alright, cool. Uh, well, that was a good episode. I think we, think we nailed <laughs> yeah, that tired. one. I'm tired, time for bed. They already got one episode this month, so this is pretty much just filler. Yeah, exactly. So we can do stuff like that. It's over. I feel I feel so liberated now. There's no guests. We can I, we can be ourselves again. There is again. an air. Yeah, I I feel a little more relaxed. I'm not gonna lie to you. It's just it just felt like a million guest episodes in a row. I know. It was probably two, to be honest. It, <laughs> it was, was definitely like two, maybe three. But it was two. You know, it's, I feel just I feel like I have to be like on the whole time when I have a guest. Yeah, I like it because I can pretty much tune out. You should see the the difference in how much people speak during the guest episodes. Oh, I, I could it's feel just it. You. It's not like I, I was there. Yeah, you know. Yeah, it makes e- editing my part a lot easier. But I'm I'm happy that I'm back with my buddies and we can uh, chat. We've about been putting off like want. content for like literally like three months now. There's stuff we've been I think that we've been meaning to talk about and haven't been able to talk about. Too much stuff. We never even really gave. The whole progeny, like the finished sort of summary. Sort I think of like it's the, because uh, we were tired of looking at the progeny. Yeah, we. I mean, we just basically we never sort of talked about the what the end of the project was like, or what we think about overall. I'm sure Jake has some. Uh, some I'm sure he's feeling towards too. that, unless he's still muted because there's a stampede happening in his house. He is not muted. Well, maybe he muted himself, but oh, there they are. There's the stampede. So. Yep, okay. <laughs> Maybe we'll let Jake chime in on that later. But Brian, how are you, buddy? I'm doing okay. Got some new carbon fiber, I see. Yeah, just a couple little pieces. That's uh, weird-looking stuff. Went, yeah, it's different. I went to see what they had there, but by the time I got there, apparently everything was already gone. And where is there? Um, Fat carbon. <laughs> That's the name of the place, <laughs> Fat carbon. <laughs> I don't know what more you want me to say. Yeah. I, I looked them up on Instagram. I think they're just under fat carbon fiber. You'll you'll find them that way. But they're doing some really weird stuff. So if carbon fiber was dead as a material, I guess they're breathing some life into it. I don't if, know how carbon fiber can be dead. It's like I, people just want to say anything. Functional dead. and aesthetically pleasing materials. Dog, you can't you can't stop the hot take machine on social media for anything. And I don't know. I've heard people say that carbon fiber's played out. It's like it's. It's one of those things, how can you play it out? That's like titanium is played out. Like, yes. it it's, has a function. It's actually good. Exactly. It's not well, just the, flashy. What the hell are you going to do if you're not used putting carbon fiber? Dog, you know people I mean? will it's, say it's everything is boring out. and played out. It's insane. There's, it's true. There's, it's just life like, is, life is Life is boring and played out. That actually I'm done with carbon fiber and I'm going to kill myself. I'm done with life. We're dead inside. Anyway. On to knives. So... Brian got some carbon fiber to put inside of knives. He also made probably one of the most gorgeous knives I've ever seen, and I'm still mad at him about it. That purple and I, dagger? And I, that I made that just dagger. to piss you off. I know you did. I know you did. You had to have been thinking about it. It came out great. I mean, <laughs> really, the, really the daggers really lately have been awesome. Yeah. Thank you. Like, just really great. So maybe because it's towards the end of them? So this is like the last yeah, hurrah? I, no. <laughs> no. It's not the end of them? It's not the end. Okay. <laughs> okay. Well, whatever. I thought Brian said it was the end. I'll take his word over yours here. I, I have oh, a no. couple more to finish, um, and then I'm going to bring a couple to Blade Show, and I have maybe two more for people that I have to make. Other than that, they're done. 
I'm a people. <laughs> you hope they're people. I hope I'm a people. Um, I got a thing today that I've been wanting for a long time. The uh, I got an insert uh, from Nowpack for oh. my. Uh, oh, it came. It came. Yes. Was that like custom made or something? Or was that one yes. of the ones? Yeah. yeah I had it for a uh, one of the Apache cases, which are basically a cheaper version of the Pelican case. That Is you can it, get it worth the money? Because I mean, it's, it's foam. Yeah. And it's nice. I mean, it fits perfectly. And, you know, when you have knives that are that cost a stupid amount of money, you might as well put them in something that costs a reasonable amount of money. But is it better than the, the pick-and-pluck foam that's yes. already in the oh, yes. case? Oh, yes. Absolutely. Yeah. Without yeah, a doubt. Far superior. Yeah, it's not really very forgiving when you accidentally pluck out a piece. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, you didn't mean to. So mine, mine's a little janky looking, so maybe I'll actually think about that. But I don't know. I... It always goes on the back burner. It's like buying sharpening equipment. I always just like buy a knife instead. Well, listen, like if you go to, um, you know, Tractor Supply or something and pick up one of these cases, find the coupon that Jake got. I think I paid maybe $20 for the case. No, yeah. I, I have a legit yeah, we... Pelican. I just... Uh... Oh, a legit Oh, yeah, you can Pelican. just buy the insert so for yours. broke boy shit. Yeah. Got the real Pelican. Hmm. My shit could go down with the Titanic and my knives would be fine, apparently. Cause I have a valve. There's a valve that I can turn. What are the chances that valve works? I don't know. I'm not going to I, I don't even it. know how to use it. You turn it. Okay. Um, but yeah, it came. It's not uh, working. Well, it came. And I, I put all the fancy knives in it um, and some of the higher-end production stuff. Um, but all of Brian's knives have their own pouch. Look at that. And I only have one spot empty in my Brian pouch. That sounds weird, but you know what I mean. <laughs> Hmm. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Freak me out. I don't know about that. Ah, about my your, Brian, your Brian pouch. Pouch. Mm. There's there's no good way to say that because yeah. it either sounds weird or it's the continuation of that mystery about where where is my dagger that you always have on air with Brian. Yeah, because that's that's it's the, awkward either way is what I'm saying. Well, the de- the. Not for me. The lone empty spot. <laughs> it should be. The Brian, if you had a soul, it would be really awkward right now. It's going to put a skin <laughs> dagger in your Brian Le- pouch. Levon really oh. actually does consider you a friend. Mm. So if you had a soul, it would be uncomfortable. Kind of like Peace. that whole diatribe you just went on. <laughs> okay. Anyway, I have, I have, what I'm saying is I have a, Jake, you know the one with all the fur? Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Pouch with the fur. If it the pou- yeah. pouch with the, the fur. Boots yeah. with the fur. With yeah. it, if it didn't leave so much fur in every knife, it, that only in the you, pocket you, clips. Oh my god! Every pocket clip that 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 that's been in that thing it has wisps. It's so of, funny. Of case in it. Fur. This thing sounds yeah, you, disgusting. You could always tell. It's not. You could always tell. I bet but if the, it had, if you didn't, if it didn't need to be washed so many times, it wouldn't be as bad. But yeah, my cat peed on it, of course. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, what about it? That's where all the Brian knives are kept. It's oh, better, in, the, in the pee pouch? In the cat piss bag, great. In the cat yeah, in the piss hey, pouch. it's better than the fucking dog fur pouch I got. Oh, yeah. <laughs> why, don't you tell, why don't you tell everyone about that? I literally don't even remember what knife was in it. I think it was like the Kaiser Theta. Well, okay, that's not the important part. There was. I opened the box and it was full of dog fur. It was fucking disgusting. <laughs> there was enough dog fur to use it, it as was truly packaging dog. material. He could make his own pet. And then we had to send that knife to someone else. That's the craziest part. So there might be like a little bit of Roman fur still in that box that I didn't get out. 
So uh, shout out Wait, to whoever got that knife. What was it? Was it the yeah? It was the Kaiser's Day. Someone has that. Someone oh, has that, the disgusting it went to dog Charlie fur the lefty. Pox. It went to Charlie Lefty, who was on my shit list anyway. I hope he's not allergic to dogs. <laughs> well, well, I guess we would have heard about it by now. We're all good now, though. <laughs> yeah, that was disgusting. Uh, uh, was there anything good in that one? Yeah, there was. You know what? It's been so long that we've been haven't been able to talk about this stuff. I got the legendary fixed blade from the pre. Your, from your uh, garage days, we'll call it, if you're like Emerson. <laughs> this is from the, from the garage days of Knife Maker when you were hand-filing things. Uh, I got to, a $5.95 EP. I finally got the, <laughs> I finally got the fixed blade that you made, and it is legendary. It is the stuff of legends. Good. It's I'm truly so everything I hoped it would be, with its felt line so, sheath. I, I hope that when you, <clears throat> when you grasp the handle, you can feel all the, the tears that lubricated it. Ah! As I as I filed it hundreds of thousands of times. Hold on, I'm muting this. I can't wait to send it back to Jake to have him regrind it now that he has like an actual grinder. Actual grinder. And resurrect. Is there any metal left to grind? <laughs> There's definitely some left. <laughs> the electric boo electric boogaloo. Electric boogaloo. Yeah, it's gonna be the, the <laughs> Is re- that I, my grinder's name. <laughs> no, I was gonna say it's the re- it's return of the uh, return of the martyr knife, electric boogaloo. I'm on. Oh. Uh, someone's books for a fixed blade is it please tell me it's the uh slovakian dude from hell yeah i wouldn't even attempt to jan, remember his name jan hafnik or something yeah the guy who does the really good fixed blades for the guy money the does... subhilts the subhilts yes. of doom what do you, what yes. do you want his books for yes hopefully a subhilt of doom yes yeah. Yeah, so there was a design that he had that wasn't a subhilt and i asked him can you make this into a subhilt and he was like yeah <laughs> <laughs> um, what did the he only say? one that thing shape, said, dude. I want to patent that, I that shape. So the design hills. that it's so evil. Oh my god, the design that I want him to do though doesn't have a, a sharpened top swedge, and he asked if that's okay, and I'm like, yeah, because I want to keep my blood inside my body. Yeah, it's probably we we all experience that. There's a uh, it's not gonna end well. Yeah, so I can't wait for that. That should be a really cool looking knife. Are his wait times still ridiculously short? for the quality um, of work. They're getting there. I mean, I'm going to have to put this out there. I mean, uh, Adam turned me on to the, to the maker, but I say that we turned the world on to that maker. He did do it on this episode. He announced the guy's name if, and everything. It, no, if we nothing else, before... we turned Tom Crine onto that maker. Oh, that's and true. And then yeah, Tom yeah. Crine turned the world on. There we go. What, what is give the man his, give the man his due. No. <laughs> okay. We did. So we did it. <laughs> Yeah, we did it. Fuck it, we did it, yep. Even Tom Crine will say we did it. Okay, fine. I was trying, to, trying to throw a fake humble in there, man. I know. You you do all the fake humble. Do the fake humility. I'll, I'll do the fake obnoxious. No, it's just real. Nah. Um, yeah, so that's something I'm very excited about. Uh, the next thing that I'm very excited about is I got one of those Shiragorov Peros. Is it already gone, though? No, I still have it. Somehow, it's still for sale. I think it was just a timing thing, and I think i got to repost it. But um, it's freaking awesome. I just never... I'm never going to carry it. So i gotta, I got to get rid of it, right? Is it better than... The... Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Wait, yeah. It's, it's better than the Russian Hokkaido? Oh, I, I like it way more than the Russian Hokkaido. I'm kind of surprised by oh, that, because wow. I always thought the Russian Hokkaido looked like a more impressive piece. I think it did look more impressive on like in pictures and such but which one would i rather 
carry and use and put in my pocket every day is the Paro easily. Mm, it would be for me. It would be the uh, Paro. Or oh no, yeah, the the Hokkaido. Oh, the, the I like the Paro better, but I'm I'm just surprised because the Hokkaido does look. I mean, was pretty nuts. It was, yeah. but that that's the like Paro the one knife. The, that's like the one knife of Levon's that that you know came and went that you actually did get to see, right? Yeah, At, like the New At York the show. show or something. Yeah. yeah. How many of the Paros did they make? I'm guessing same, it was a small the amount. Same amount. There's like 200 of them. Oh, okay. And they all fall and they're all gone into into the void. <laughs> yeah, after the initial wave of like five people selling theirs, then you never see them again. Mm-hmm. It's, yeah, uh, I have the cheapest one on the internet right now, so. Uh, <laughs> it looks pretty slick. Hit me up. Uh, but that <laughs> knife is really great. I almost don't want it to sell, so that's why I'm sort of dilly dallying with it. But. Uh, it's really good. It has, yeah. It's it's. I mean, it's Sinkovich. What do you expect? Yeah. It's kind of almost like a. You really don't. What what else are you gonna say? It's made by Shiragawa. Everyone knows it's a known quantity. I mean, great you know, designer. There was, someone got. Of course, there's the one guy who's like, "Oh my god, that's so overpriced." Uh, what? The material costs are a hundred dollars. Uh, yeah. Oh my god. Dude. The best is the guy was a knife maker. So like, what do you oh, want? Do you want to undervalue your own project? Like I don't understand. He's like either either you're an idiot or a shitty knife maker. I don't know which one you are. Yeah, of course it's overpriced. Of course it's pretentious. That's not the point. Yeah, I mean, you know, that wasn't me that said that, was it? No. <laughs> Brian, are you interested in reducing your own prices? No. Yeah, that's a winning um, business strategy. Sometimes. That's yeah, if curious. he saw your auction prices, he probably would have had heart failure. <laughs> or if he saw what a custom Sinkovich goes for. Yeah. I just don't understand why people... Yeah, go for it, Brian. What I didn't like about the knife is it was just slow. You know what I mean? The Which Paro? one? The, um... The Hokkaido? The, the, the Hokkaido, Hokkaido might have been yeah. a little slow, but the Paro is fast as fuck! Is it really? Even with that tiny yeah. flipper? Oh, dude. It rockets out of there. That is yeah, very the... interesting. You fl- the flipper doesn't have to be big if you put it in the right place, if you know what I'm saying. It uh, is. I mean, it is way above the pivot, but it is a tiny flipper. Damn. That is cool. <laughs> I mean, even the pivot hardware is just classic Sinkovich stuff. Yeah, just t- Tiny Dancer was just playing in my... <laughs> <laughs> the guy knows what he's doing. I mean, I gotta, I gotta give him that. So like, Who, Elton John? Yeah, you're right. I mean, yeah, dude, I that's agree. a great Elton, song. Elton knows what he's, knows what he's doing. Oh. <laughs> Shout out to Elton John. Uh, but it's a really cool knife. Um, I'll be sad to see it go. I feel bad for the people who bought Sigmas, that other Shirogoro Sinkovich collab that somehow went down in value. Sucks for them. Sorry, guys. Uh, yeah, but the Sigma is something that they are they're gonna do every once in a while. I think. Oh, really? Yeah, I don't think the Sigma was part of the same limited edition run. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. I don't know. Um. Uh, who know who who but like three people know what's going on in i don't pretend to understand what's happening they're like the fucking kremlin like all i'm saying just all mystery and here's the thing with the the shiro stuff like yeah i mean i don't i would never even tell someone i wouldn't recommend someone to go buy a shiro do you know what i mean like you have to be so far into this hobby that the most minute little changes and uh machining differences are going to appeal to you you know it, it's just such a i don't know what the word is i mean it's a waste of money but i love them maybe i mean the the neons have come down in price quite a bit 
I would I, and let me tell would venture you, to say those aren't overpriced. My that's the biggest reason that I I really think I should get rid of the Paro is that I have a neon that I that is just an absolute user. I like beat the living hell out of it. Yeah, the the neon is a it's always looked really great. I used yeah. to not really like knives of that size. Now that I do, the neon has become much more desirable. Mm-hmm. Speaking of knives that are desirable and uh, you know popular, I want to talk about the Sabenza, and specifically the Sabenza Tour Sabenza. Yeah, who organized that? Because it just this guy popped named up. Rob. Okay, I wasn't sure if it was officially endorsed by CRK or whoever. Um, it's unofficially officially endorsed by okay. CRK. It just appeared out of they nowhere. Did, they actually did the engraving on it. Oh shit. Okay, yeah. yeah, that is one thing people some people don't know. You can they'll custom engrave your knives, and it's not like shitty tribal laser prints like Benchmade will do to the blade of your no, knife. No, it's it's really like it's actual nice. engraving. It looks pretty good. Yeah, I mean, and it's just a really nice um, gesture. Uh, within the knife community, it's a, it's it kind of represents everything that's cool about about being in a hobby that that's sort of on the outskirts of of normal. <laughs> so we're that fringe people. Fringe, yes. So everybody who I've interacted with through this uh, whole thing has been cool. So I got sent the knife. It was actually um, handed off to me at uh, the gathering. Uh, gathering. I guess it was that USN meet that we all went to. Well, when I say we all, I mean Brian and I. Uh, and it was passed off to me from another gentleman who was in the circle that is, you know, took delivery of the knife. And it was just a cool thing to be able to hand off the knife. And it has a journal with it, and you you post pictures of everywhere it's been. And it's a cool thing to see. So if you if you want to follow the journey of that one Sabenza, it's actually on Instagram. It's at Sabenza Tour. Oh, it has its own account. I figured yeah, it's just it has a hashtag. Its own account. And I think, let me see where it is right now. That is pretty cool, actually. Yeah, I think it's kind of neat. Yeah. You know, it's funny. And <laughs> when I, I told my mom about it, and she said, uh, hey, it's like that stuffed dog that everyone got a chance to bring home in second grade named Snickers. <laughs> and I was like, oh my God. I, I was like, Jesus, mom, whoa. <laughs> How did you remember that? And I was like, it's exactly like that. It's like that, uh, you remember that story about the fake robot that people were trying to have yes. hitchhike across the yes. nation and then it got destroyed in Philly? It got, yeah, Philly fucking tore it up. <laughs> the guy, the guy <laughs> destroyed the robot. You should have, uh, in Philly tradition, should have destroyed the Sabenza. They should have thrown it in, in the creek. There should have just been the security cam footage of you throwing it into a creek. So it's actually on its way to Texas now. But it's been, I mean, it, it seems to be jumping around a lot. It's sort of haphazardly making its way throughout the United States. Those, I mean, pass rounds are always cool. I, got, I used to participate in a lot of them on Blade Forums, you know, in order to get, like, review fodder back when I did YouTube. So it's actually really useful and really helpful. I, I endorse those. I think there's I think enough good people that, you know, don't steal the knives yeah. that they're worth doing. Exactly. I think that that's cool. I mean, I don't think there's many hobbies where this kind of thing is possible. You know. Yeah. Yeah. Seriously, I, I guess it is uh, somewhat somewhat unique here. Yeah. So go follow the Sabenza tour, and uh, you know, give some props to the guy who started it because I think that's a it's a really cool thing. Yeah, it's a pretty big risk too. Like a custom engraved Sabenza, specifically for this, it's like yeah. not inexpensive. And he encourages people to carry around and do stuff with. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's cool. So, that actually leads me into another uh, topic about the knife community in, in general. Um, 
I was actually asked by a listener of the podcast. Uh, his name is uh, Alex underscore Knifebox on uh, on Instagram, and uh, he had a really detailed question, but I thought it was appropriate to bring up uh, after this topic. So he's like, "How do you think the knife culture has changed for the better or worse?" I ask this because I find that the community has gotten so critical on everything compared to how it was six years ago when I started. I know it's advanced production of nice. Pe- I know it's advanced production of nice pieces, but I find that the community is less friendly to each other. I'd love to hear your thoughts on the community culture in general. Uh, six years is a long time to be in something. I would say that's about as long as we've been into eh, this. Longer, you know, maybe longer. And yeah, we're. I think right? we're we're around eight. Oh, eight years. Yeah, I feel. Two thousand eleven, July two thousand eleven, for me. That's when yeah. I really started. I think it really started. Yeah, we're back. Yeah. We're back in. Yeah, 2011. Yeah, it averages to 11. In 2010 was the first time I built my little like display box, and 2012 was when you bought your first like ZT or something. So yeah, I, I think we, we're we just all, gonna call it 11. Yeah. So I mean, shout out to that to that listener. That's a great question. Uh, I think you pretty much nailed it. <laughs> I'll think of other things to add to that, but yeah, I think it's definitely gotten more contentious. Well, so the only thing I want to add is, you know people always tend to get along better when they have a common enemy. China. Yeah, but people like China, to commiserate. Yeah. China is no longer our enemy. That was probably um, the most divisive thing that's happened to the yeah. knife industry. At, at least Ever, in the la- in this last eight years, it's been, oh, certainly. The, it's been the biggest that, change or whatever. So well, that and the it certainly took away one of our things we had in common, which is that everyone hated cheap Chinese knives. And, oh, absolutely. you know, only eight years later, it's like the, you know, the whole attitude is, is different. So, but yeah. And the smaller, the group, the less like, you know, sure. the, the less conflict there's going to be, it's even more sort of a little club. Like if you look at like the USN that started with like a tiny amount of people, and that's why they had that real intense sort of communal aspect. But not now that there's so many people into it that got into it from social media and stuff that, yeah, it's inevitably going to be and more conflict You now. hit the nail on the head there. I mean, it's the fact that as, as you know, the hobby gets bigger, uh, the community tends to zero in, gets a little smaller because of the advent and, and popularization of the social media aspect. So you have, you know, Instagram and, and the forums sort of taking a backseat where Instagram oh, absolutely. is instant instantaneously just constantly putting out content for people to critique and look at and then of course there's the youtube culture which is a whole other yeah basically any platform that's more accessible you're going to get the more casual people and i think it's developed into like an us versus them thing where (laughs) the people like us who feel like we've been around a while and you know put in the effort to learn things through stuff like forums where there's more dissemination of information like i feel like (laughs) I'm not, yeah. I feel like I know we, you know, for 30 episodes now, I've talked about filthy casuals and shit. And those only really exist because of social media. Yep. Like, yep. There, there weren't many people who would jump into a knife-specific forum back when that was the only venue and, like, not learn something after a while. And but, it's really funny. It, the, as we've been in this and, you know, we've developed a bit of a following and, and things like that, people are much more quickly... Uh, turning on you they're really quick to call out something that you say and then use it against you or or uh you know uh, hide behind a private account or something and 
and try to take little jabs about something they know absolutely nothing about. So it's it's funny. They just want to see what kind of reaction they get and uh, who else they can get on their bandwagon in the process. Oh, it's definitely, yeah. It's definitely, you can tell, I mean, we, we said this before, one, once one person gets someone to agree with them, then they feel much more confident and it just kind of spreads from there. And the truth of the matter is we do this because we love knives. I mean, that's really it. We're in, we're big fans of, of knives. There's no other reason for us to do this. There's no other agenda for us to do this. It's something that we, we're passionate about. And it's become, you know, a larger part of my life than just a hobby at this point. You know what I mean? Yeah. So yeah, certainly podcast need to understand how that occurs. I mean, I feel, I, I definitely feel myself pulling back a little bit from, you know, looking at Instagram as much as I used to or the forums mm-hmm. and stuff, mostly because like, you know, I know the things that I like at this point and I am, it has gotten definitely more contentious and a little bit more, I don't know, unpleasant. Mm-hmm. So I've, uh, I've definitely engaged less than I have in the past. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I, I also enjoy interacting with the people in the business. Like that's why we have Brian on the show too. Cause I think he obviously, uh, we love Brian, but he also brings a unique perspective uh, which he hasn't <laughs> spoken up about at all in the past few minutes. Brian, that's Brian. your cue. Yeah, you don't want to hear what I have to say about it. Well, I do want to hear what <laughs> It's you probably listen. only gotten worse for you, I imagine, in terms of persnickety customers and whatnot. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah, people just, uh, well, there's so much out there that you can, you know, there's somebody that will build them what they want and give them everything that they ask for, no matter how big of a pain in the fucking ass they are. And, um, it makes it hard on the guys who can't do all those things or their business doesn't work that way, you know? Yeah, I can totally believe that. (laughs) There's definitely something for everyone out there in in this uh, situation. And like we were talking about the Shiro's before, it's like I would never say to like a casual collector even, like you need to go buy a Shiro Gorov right now. You know, it doesn't make any sense. It's not something that I would tell someone to do, you know? The diminishing returns thing. I think people need to find their own way with this stuff and and share that with each other. For sure. I don't know. I I just, uh, I find there's less and less people that I really want to talk to about knives. Like, I've got, you know, a handful of people (laughs) who I really like. Oh, God. If you guys knew how much of my day... Yeah, talking you get the knives. real brunt of it with all the oh, DMs. Yeah, he fucking so, loves it. I, I do love it. I do love it, Brian. Like, obviously, I love it. But sometimes I do need a break. Yeah, I, I definitely feel like this is, what, what are we, almost in April now? This has got to be the worst first quarter of Knives for me. This is, it's, this is literally a landmark. And I know it's kind of embarrassing, but, like, you know how we always are buying knives. I have not gotten a knife in, like, two months now. It's really? Just, two months? You, yeah, legit. You just got the your progeny. You yeah, but I didn't buy that. I'm saying things that I bought. Right. It's, um, it's been, I know what knife you want to buy, though. There's basically no knives I want to buy. I know right what now. knife you want to buy. <laughs> Is this an ad spot? No. That's a good idea, though. <laughs> something, something. Oh, you know Kaiser what? We're not cutlery. giving them an ad. We're not giving them an ad spot this time. Who's them? PVK. Oh, are we not? You know why? <laughs> why? Because and and also I've got a bone to pick with them because. You know, uh, Mark Bag is going on their podcast before oh, we went before on ours. Before we went on ours. Oh, yeah. I, I, see, I see how the industry works. <laughs> Mark was talking to me earlier. He's like, I, I, he's like, he thought I was actually mad at him. <laughs> sweet, sweet boy. I was like, no, dude. I'm not mad. 
<laughs> okay, no PVK ad spot. Do not buy no. knives there. Do not no, use coupon code PVK, knife nuts. We can nuts. put a PVK ad spot. Go ahead and give him an ad spot. All right, random time. Jeremiah and the, and the guys at the Bladeology Podcast. This episode of the Knife Nuts Podcast is brought to you in part by PVK Vegas. PVK has been selling knives on the internet since 1996. They are the largest microtech dealer in the United States, specialize in automatics and balisongs, and have a strong selection of high-end customs. Visit their showroom on the Las Vegas Strip, a five-minute walk from the USN show. Use coupon code KNIFENUTS for 5% off your order. Slow, heavy metal music playing. I definitely heard someone go, yeah, 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 during that. That was me. It was me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to report you to Jeremiah. They're going to pull that ad money, which makes no sense because they would pull it from my own podcast. That's not a good idea. I love them. (laughs) I actually, I think I had someone DM me that they used the coupon code. Uh, A lot of people have because I started posting, you know what, that SOCOM signature series that I got. Was this the transition into the knife I'm supposed to want? By the no, way, it I'm wasn't. so curious what no, knife it is that I, I the want. Knife, the knife you want happens to be a $750 CRKT. <laughs> okay, no, we'll push that one back. <laughs> <laughs> or maybe that's a natural segue to that one. Yeah, let's do that. Then I want to talk about the. Uh, the All right. Uh, the Jacob, Brian, I hope you've seen this. It's called the CRKT. Well, l- let me ask you how you think this would be pronounced. It's spelled X O C. How would you say that? <laughs> I wouldn't. Exactly. It's called the fucking shock. XOC somehow becomes shock. Fuck that. How? Is that even the most objectionable part about it? I don't know. <laughs> send a link and um, yeah. Let me let me let me send this to you guys uh, for our listeners who have not seen it. So it's I would, said, I would have said it Jacques. Jacques. Yeah. Oh, maybe yeah. that's the Jacques Cousteau. Or um, maybe it's a silent X and it's just Ock. I don't think that's a great name. No, none of them are good. Okay, so the Jacques, it's uh, it's made by Lion Seal. Let's assume, right? Well, that's what I had originally thought because I assumed that they were all in bed with the Italians. Is it? But not? I was talking to uh, Nick Shabazz, and he says no. He thinks it's uh, not Italian. Okay, well then my opinion is going to change somewhat dramatically here. <laughs> Eleven ounces. Yeah, it's, okay, it's where did it get to 11 ounces? Knife. It's not yeah. even, I mean, it's Four big. 4.2 inch blade. Yeah, 10.375 inches overall. 11 fucking ounces. What is it? Is it's that got, like... It's got the deadlock or whatever. I mean, which apparently the, is a very strong which, lock, so cool. I'm glad they came up with a new lock that works well. But it is $750. How do you know it works well? I don't even think it's particularly good looking. It looks like a custom uh, Akoma. Flavia. Yeah. yeah. It looks like a custom Akoma. I mean, like, it's true to form. Yeah. And it's cool. It's in carbon fiber inlaid in, or titanium inlaid into the carbon fiber. But, like, $750. But how is it 11 man. ounces with titanium inlaid into carbon fiber? Yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, it does not compute. Nothing about it computes to me. The price is fucking nuts. I just want to know if people are really it's buying it. It's limited 200 pieces worldwide. Get them while you can. Yeah, these are flying off the shelves right now. It's it's, uh, it's shocking how how fast they're selling. It's definitely not the worst looking thing I've ever seen. I've just got to see like how many seven hundred and fifty dollar knives do you have to say no to before you get to this? Yeah, that's the thing. You could have a Shiro. 
<laughs> also, this, sh- this shit looks like an old, like, fucking battleship with the amount of screws it has. Yeah, I was, that's it the next, last, next mm-hmm. thing I was going to say. How many screws does it actually have? How many screws does it take to hold together a $750 knife from CRKT? CRKT. Apparently 12 on each well, side. Man, that's a lot of screws. Also, this came out with, like, they just, like, dumped this thing out of nowhere. Yeah. Like, maybe I they should have built some hype for it, but it's just like, hey, we have a $750 knife now. I don't think any amount of hype would have... Uh, it probably just would have disappointed. You know what? It does actually have 16 screws. That's a lot of fucking screws. No, is that discounting internal ones? Because Yeah, it's got to have some internal Just too. external, it has 16. That is... This shit's got so, some structural rigidity, man. So, Dave, how does this lock work? I don't know. It, but I know you press in, the pivot. You put, you push in on the pivot, and if you look on the back, Lev, on it, you can see it, it even reminds you of like a, a mag release on an AR-15. Okay. Where there's a you know certain level that you screw that the what are we going to call that thing on the back there? Uh, shadow a slanty shadow device. Steel. Yeah. Brian, uh, and that's I where said the hideous the, chunk of steel. Hideous yeah. chunk of steel. <laughs> It's crazy. So they, they've but done some what? lock strength stuff, and like it holds up. Like clearly, it's I think a strong that's lock. where the weight is. Honestly, I think they they erred on the side of let's make sure that when people test this hmm. lock, it doesn't fail. And so what you're not seeing behind the carbon is big, just swaths of of hardened steel. So what I'm hoping is that uh, Shabazz sends this to the advanced knife bro, and he that would... with it. I think it would hold up. Like, I, I don't doubt that the lock strength is great. I just, you know what I would rather see RKT did than make, like, occasional $750 knives is make, like, a good $250 knife or $200 mm. knife and not make 200 yeah. of them. If you can do one, please you know, do the other. we say all this, but they're selling knives in numbers that, like, we can't even comprehend. So oh, absolutely. I mean. I don't really know, you know, we don't know. They anything. don't need to get into that market. Like, they're clearly doing fine in the sub $100 market. Yeah, so it's got a pivot collar, so you know if it's got it's a 2018 hype beast. Uh, they did they did have the two hundred dollar version of the uh, of the folding karambit of the uh, like transforming karambit or whatever, and that seemed to be actually pretty popular, popular even at two hundred dollars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, because that's like the cheapest non knockoff version of that knife you can get. Currently. That's true. It's also like the ultimate. I can sell this to people at gun at gun. Uh, it's definitely. Gun shows. It's a gun like show knife. Someone who buys a CZ Shadow 2 would definitely want one of those. Uh, is that speaking from personal experience? Well, someone <laughs> told me that the, the CZ Shadow 2 is quote-unquote a hipster gun, which is sort of <laughs> Yo, we ironic. Gotta, hold on, we got to analyze that. <laughs> yeah, I want to just, can we analyze it for a minute? Because hipster and gun don't really make sense to me. <laughs> hipster gun? No, a hipster gun would be a fucking musket. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's true. I mean, you went completely different. Way with that, but could you imagine someone on like, a fixed, on a fixed gear bicycle? Yeah, no, like, it's like the same thing as not carrying, rifling. Yeah, open carrying their lever their lever yeah. action rifle from eighteen sixty. Right. Yes. Oh wait, that would have rifling. So that's mm. uh, excuse me, that's that's too that's too new and modern. Need something a little more artisanal. Yeah, <laughs> I need to shoot a ball at someone so that it kind of just hurts them when they get hit. And it hits the person next to them. <laughs> Hipster gun is an incredible, incredible I've never, I just oxymoron. Am, yeah, it's it's so good. That, I mean, it's a whole other beef, but the term hipster means nothing these days anyway. As evidenced yeah. by hipster gun. Correct. 
I was going to say we sounded like real knife hipsters before, though. We were like, we were into this before other people. Oh, yeah, but I don't think we were saying we were... In- I mean, knives have been a thing for much longer than six years. I mean, we're actually, like, very late to the game when, when it comes to that. We definitely are, yeah. But, man, yeah. This, this, this shock thing is... I don't know. I man. keep forgetting <laughs> that that's what it's called. I can't. I can't physically put those letters Dude, together in my mind and. It's like and the. Say the it's word like shock. the iPhone 10. Like the amount of people that are going to call this the XOX, or oh, XOC, man. like people call the iPhone 10 the iPhone X. Do you know like, how many people same every day can't like? I want the X, not the 10. <laughs> I'm like you fucking dingbat. There's no point in even trying. No. So I I don't know where they uh where they came up with the shock thing. They must have hired a marketing team. To come up with the shock. I'm sure they already had a marketing team. That's a good point. That's How did the bevels look company. on it? I didn't never saw so it many... in person. The grinds look great, actually. Like, it, it makes me... I mean, me I want to hold it. I want to see it. Like, it actually... It just, by appearances, looks, like, pretty well made. I don't know. It doesn't Maybe say I where can... it's made, though. I'm very curious, if, it, curious yeah. if it's not made in Italy. Yeah. I mean, I assumed it was made in Italy, but... Oh, there are way better. Uh, the carbon fiber doesn't website. look so doesn't look so hot though. It's just carbon like a single weave. Looks it looks like the cheapest awful. carbon fiber possible. It looks like the 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 peel and ply. It looks like stuff. the sticker. Yeah, it looks like a carbon fiber sticker. Hmm. There's some higher resolution photos for you. Actually, I'm, I'm on I'm on their website. You can see a yeah, lot of it. There's some pretty high resolution ones. I'm gonna say, judging by the the uh, secondary bevel on this, the sharpening, I'm going Italy. Yeah, I'm backing well, up. I'm saying this is Lion's But seal. it's also CTS XHP, so that does not scream Italy to me. I don't even know what that screams at this point. Who's really using XHP? China. Huh? Yeah, Taiwan. There's some Ty- spider cutters. Taiwan is a possibility, is what I'm thinking. Yeah. I don't I'm know. thinking maybe. Uh, maybe they got they one of the Chinese spider OEMs go. to make it. Yeah. Or, you know, Tai Chung. No, that would be... I mean, that would actually give me more confidence. <laughs> Although not not that Spider-Co's 2019 lineup is giving me a lot of confidence. I like some of the stuff they're showing at Iwa. That was a... I'm going to pat myself on, my ba- on the back for that uh, transition there. It was very good. I'm very proud of you. I am not... I don't even know if it's worth mentioning in this episode. What? It's like... I don't know. It's boring to me. The stuff that they've shown at Iwa. I don't know. It's more Spider-Co-y. Yeah, Absolutely. It's it's just like right down the line, right down the middle. Like they're batting a thousand for people who really love Spider. Yo, you know what? Really, they're really just throwing stuff at the wall. Like, what haven't we done yet? Oh yeah, dragonfly with a wave. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what? what kind of tactical situation are you going to find yourself I in? <laughs> I got it, guys. Yep. That's that's a weird one. That's actually probably but the I best do... summary. Is the uh, is the waved dragonfly? I like that. The one with the. Uh... It's like an elongated uh, yeah, the long native, the native chief. Native chief, which is based on an old knife called the native chief. Yeah, I didn't even know that. It's before my I didn't time. I know it existed. Yes, it's obviously not from six years ago. It looks very pointy. It's it's pretty cool. But mm. backlock. Mm. <laughs> I'm still soured cool. on the backlock, unfortunately. And uh, it looks like the, um, what's the drunken has started hitting... Uh, Hitting dealers now. So th- there is the one. I, that's what I thought you were going to say when, if you somehow read my mind about like the only knife that's out that I want. Yeah, I mean that's probably the knife I would assume you would actually buy, but I just I can't I can't do it for four hundred ten dollars. Is someone give you like dealer price on it? Yeah, maybe, but 
That's that's really what it would be for me. I just don't think I'd ever keep it. Yeah, and what's what's the maybe their OEM should get some wire wire EDM machines because the lock bar cutout on that thing mm. is it looks like a is that a Tai Chung one too? Yeah, it looks like when a garage maker uses like a splitting saw to cut the mm. lock bar. Yeah, that that factory knows how to use what they have, but you could tell there's definitely just one shade behind yeah. a lot of the several shades behind a lot of the uh, the Chinese OEMs. Yeah. Even the the new Kaisers right now. Shout out to our sponsor Kaiser because we got I got a couple of uh, new ones in um, that Ray Laconico uh, Yorkie. What's it called the Yorkie. Super nice. Really thin grinds, nice and even, smooth, finished beautifully. And that other one that we got last, the bag lighter, that thing is amazing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, the the new one. The, mm-hmm. the one with the compound grind and stuff. Yeah. Beautiful. Yeah, I'm waiting for the drop point version of that, but it looks yeah. uh, looks pretty good. Yeah, it definitely does. Uh, I'm, I've been really impressed with what they've done. Um, and they've got some cool stuff coming. Did you see, I mean, did we talk about their uh, upcoming knives that they showed at SHOT Show? I can't even remember if we even had time to talk about that stuff. I think we might have touched on some of them, but not certainly not all of them. Yeah, there was a lot of stuff. Yeah. But. I mean, maybe the... maybe they can give us some insider information that we can share with you guys. I can, I'll, I will, I will hit up our Kaiser contact and uh, see what I can uh dig up i think they fell victim to like almost every company that some of their 2019 stuff was just 2018 stuff that hadn't been released or had been shown in 2018 at least that might be true so but i don't know yeah so the the drunken looks like it looks good but it definitely just feels like the tai chung oem is just like a step behind the chinese companies yes um i had the um the what was the sabotage called the subvert yep Mm, i really liked it um you got rid of it yeah actually uh ian pekarski cmf actually mm-hmm. bought it from me so he has it now i was surprised by how popular those were mm-hmm. that was just sometimes you really can't predict this stuff adam's in pocket clip making hell <laughs> yeah i don't know why he did that to himself yeah well <laughs> uh did you guys see the uh the primordial mark ii prototype that i've been carrying around pretty sweet it is pretty sweet but guess what it's about to get sweeter because (laughs) there will be a knife nuts edition number one number two it will be a hollow grind oh shit it's gonna have a whole different grind yeah dude because when i got it i'm like this is a flat grind why are they doing a flat grind and i talked to adam he talked to uh best tech who is actually building this knife and uh they just sent him the photos of the prototype with a hollow grind and it looks way better. I, I am very pleased about this. Yeah, I had no. I like thought we were just going to get a little aesthetic pictures. change. I told him they should move the plunge a little bit, but here, let me show you what it looks like. Dude, that's uh, that's awesome because it looks great. But I'm always in f- in favor of hollow grinds when we can get them. So, would you like me to show you it? Y- yes, <laughs> yes, I would like to see this. Okay, here it comes. <laughs> It's as though I bought. It's as though I got that ten-inch wheel just for you. <laughs> Thank you. Remember, I was complaining. You were like, oh, "Are you gonna Wait get a wheel so you can do hollows?" I was like, "Man, those things are like two hundred and fifty bucks. They're four hundred and fifty bucks." The wheels, just the wheel, for, for either a twelve or fourteen from Holy Beaumont. Shit. Yeah. Wow. 
a journey reference that isn't don't stop believing yeah that actually okay that, that picture doesn't really do it justice i'm gonna be honest because it kind of just looks like the fly grind okay well china so i, I get the point <laughs> i like the idea very much and i do see, see why you said move the plunge yes it does maximize the cutting edge i like that but that's yeah, cool. but just if they move it just a smidge you could still maximize the cutting edge see now i like having I, it go behind the freaking bolster now that is uh, something I would actually be really happy about us doing an exclusive of, not just like a color, but something really like substantial. I think that's that's a cool uh, progression for us. For yes, the... it's, it's not going to be a color. There will be a material change for us. Yeah, yeah, that's that's pretty sweet. I mean, the progenies came out awesome, but having a whole different grind that's pretty cool. Well, they all we're... have a hol- they all have a hollow grind. Oh, <laughs> wait, what? Yeah, I'm yeah, same. <laughs> Why? Yeah, they're all gonna have a hollow grind. Oh, I thought it was I, just the Knife Nuts podcast one. I was totally misread that. But who cares? I mean, all right, cancel cool. it. Cancel the whole thing. I'm just kidding. You're such Adam. a party pooper. I'm just kidding. We still no. Our it's still Dude, gonna ours be is unique. Gonna be badass. Okay. And we are still going to have a cool feature. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. It will be a cool feature. All right, that's pretty cool. When we when are we when are they gonna just send the blanks to you, Jake? Or actually, no, excuse me. Send the blades, the blade blanks to Levon. After we saw the uh, <laughs> what was it, the dirt, dirty hot dog water or whatever it was. <laughs> you smoked that shit. Yeah. What would I call it? The French fried tater. The French fried tater. There we go. We gotta have you do a custom grind. <laughs> yeah. Look. I you know what I've seen worse knives than that. I don't I don't want to say that looks like something that maybe would get sold as a mixed rider custom, but it kind of <laughs> looked like kind of looked like one of those prison shank things that he used to make. Yeah, it totally does. I'm I'm just gonna say it. Oh my god, people thought I was serious too, which is the funniest thing ever. Yeah, that thing was bees shit. Oh but, god, yeah. I mean, obviously. Oh, I know. I'm disappointed no one bidded. Bid. Uh, yeah, so it was, uh, that was pretty funny. <laughs> yeah. I'm trying to think what else, uh, so shall we talk about, uh, Microtech? <laughs> Let's go. Let's go for it. This has been usually a good, a good source of content for us. Oh God. I, it's been like a soap opera. Uh, just following like the, the, uh, I don't really know what it is. I would say it's a downward spiral, but it's not because Tony's on cloud cloud nine right now. Alleged downward spiral. Yeah, it's Let's like just a, throw it's that like out a there. Sideways spiral. Alleged sideways spiral. Alleged. I don't know. It's. I'm. I mean, he's pretty forthwith with a lot of the uh, goings on and the PDAs. <laughs> if anyone actually follows Tony Marfione and goes through his story right now. You'll notice that Susan Marfione is no longer part of the equation. She, she is no longer the co-founder of Microsoft Knives. So she's definitely still the co-founder. You I can't know, say joking. she's not. I but, am curious uh, how, since they do, they do, they always seem to be pretty like uh, equal partners. Um, so he's apparently with some some a gun bunny. This girl that is, uh, who he met at a bunch of the shows, I guess over time. This is the quality gossip that you guys come to this podcast for. Ah, uh, dude, I there's so much stuff I can't even say. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're not going to. Yeah, I, I know we've debased ourselves before, but yeah, hey, we look, have reached a new I, level. I'm not even. I don't even judge him. I mean, she's gorgeous. He looks like he's having fun. They're all happy, but it's just the weirdest thing ever to see a CEO just like all over like 
his alleged mistress. She's he's probably uh, he's probably got her in some sick tiger print button down or something. I mean, they're like all over each other in the story. It's just weird. It's some like college stuff. Let the man college, have his high school. Let the man have his alleged midlife crisis. Yeah, I'm proud of him. You go, Tony Marfione. Also, I freaking love my uh, my SOCOM signature series. Yeah, Tony can do whatever he wants as long as they keep making the SOCOM Elite. Because that thing is fucking badass. Yeah, it's been like two months, and uh, yeah, no, it's still great. It's still really good. I love its aluminumness. I uh, I'm not I'm not even upset about its aluminumness. In no. fact, I like the fact that it doesn't, you know, it reduces the weight. Yes. Mine barely has like any scratches or any marks. Like it's aging quite well for how much I've carried it. Because again, haven't gotten anything new since then. Basically. Here's the thing, too. You can get them on PVK, and if you use our coupon code, like I you're did. getting a damn good deal. Yeah, it's like 250 bucks on a on a SOCOM. Where can you get a discount on a Microtech? Yep, they're basically basically map pricing everywhere. So yeah, actually, is whoa. Here's a question: Is map pricing sort of killing? I mean, it's clearly not going to kill the knife industry, but is it? I don't know. What do you what do you think map pricing? Everyone is doing it. It seems like it's it seems like there's almost no point now to like there's no sales, there's no deals to look forward to anymore. I don't know. It's just map I have pricing no everywhere. Yeah, I don't. I didn't really think that one through, but someone yeah, pointed yeah, it out. Get yourself that a Microtech from PVK and use coupon code Nightmares because if you buy if you never owned uh, like an old school SOCOM, you should because they're badass. They're really sending YouTube videos. <laughs> To the knife nuts hangout hangouts during the podcast, it's the it's the Jacques and it's huge. It's yeah, like wow. four point two. Someone inch actually holding holding it in hand. It's it's a giant. The the the. I mean, I think the big thing here is it's a six point two five inch handle. That's the crazy part. I think part the big to me. thing here is that it's already two topics ago. <laughs> I just found that video. Listen, this is a dude. Everybody's emer- seen the video. Emerging this is the first time yeah. you've seen it. I have not seen it, so yeah, I know. But uh, yeah, the, the 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 SOCOM is is so good. I just hope. I I honestly I wish Microtech would just make more uh, conventional knives. I think they did such a good job with it mm-hmm. that they could make something else. They're making a small version. Yeah the the return of the mini SOCOM. Will yeah, be that very should cool. be that um, should be such a good also, seller. Also, a little bird tells me that there's a possibility we might be getting. A stitch in that same construction. That would I'd be fine with that. I mean, the auto cool. version doesn't really interest me. So, and the auto version is really good. Yeah, like, I mean, Microsoft makes auto like great it's autos. Super nice. Actually, the mechanism in that is very different than most of the uh, the Microtech autos, and it's what they carried over into the the SoCom auto. The buttons look different. That's all I can say. I, think <laughs> I have actual, no idea. The internals are different too. I don't really know what the. That's not my game. Not my game either, but hey, it's cool. Yeah, I uh, I really am super impressed. I think Microtech is a, uh, I want to say actually underrated. You know, I don't know if underrated. I think they're just under the radar right now with the with their non autos, other stuff that's out there. Yeah, hey, I mean, there's um, they're also still made in America too. There's how many yes. American-made companies are there that are at their level? Like a couple, so not many. Um, I'm surprisingly have a lot of positive things to say about Microtech. I'm kind of surprised by this, actually. Yeah, and even, you know, like I said, even uh, Tony's exploits, at least they're keeping me entertained. <laughs> there, there we go. Um, I just am curious what that will do to the company. Yeah. If it'll I mean, change anything. 
Oh, you know what? Who else I want to give a shout out to who just got hired by Microtech? Casey Knives. Oh, he was, yeah. So he's going to be a new designer. Yes. There. So, And I think he's a great designer and he's a perfect fit for Microtech. So Maybe um, maybe we'll see some of his knives that, you know, in non-auto form. And maybe we'll see some of his knives come out through a manufacturer that knows what they're doing. Womp womp. Yeah. Millet um, is going to be very upset at us one day. <laughs> that wasn't even Millet I was talking about. What the fuck are you talking about? Uh Oh, shit. I have these people completely mistaken. I was thinking he was TJ Schwartz. Okay. Uh, Not TJ Schwartz. Yeah. <laughs> Casey Knives is a young dude. Oh, 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 oh. I know which one you're talking about now. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, Millet. Yeah. Millet hasn't really done anything to offend me lately. They haven't done anything. <laughs> That's true. They made some pocket clips <laughs> for true. some Sabenzas. Y'all want some pocket yeah. clips? Yeah. You know the Chappelle meme know. of I'm, him. I'm still rooting for Millet. I want them to. I want them to succeed. It's an American machine shop. Like they actually. I take that back. They did do the. Uh, they delivered on the Kickstarter, folding Kramit, mm-hmm. transforming Kramit thing. So. And uh, my. Uh, I I don't want to use this as a transition just yet, but. My uh, Surge uh, Hawk, uh, orbit is still one of the. That's true. Best actions in the knife community, I think. Is, knife world. That seems like more like a hawk lock thing than a yeah oh, so than a manufacturer thing because yeah, but I, you have to manufacture Chinese, it properly. I don't know the the Chinese what the Kershaw launch with the hawk lock also flips really well. And that shit is like thirty bucks. No, so. it doesn't even feel the same, dude. Oh no, it doesn't feel the same, but it feels good. Like it's just yeah. not cam- it's not comparable, <laughs> but it flips well. Whatevs. <laughs> feels good, uh, bro. Feels good, bro. <laughs> So, good, bro. I guess I'll use that as a transition. Why the fuck not? Our buddy, Serge Panchenko, now has his own production line. Yay! Where's Wait, the yay? I need to, like... You're, were you looking for a sound effect that whole time? Yeah, no, I just didn't... I I didn't look into this, so I know nothing about the situation. Who's, oh, really? Is he making them? I know he... Like, I saw the story, yeah, but... Yeah, no, what's really cool is, you know, he's always... Uh, he's had customs, and he's had stuff made by Millet, which have been expensive and he's had stuff done through uh other production companies but never he never had his they were never made to his specification you know what i mean yeah so he actually partnered with uh uh another uh overseas manufacturer and he has released versions of the bean flipper and the coin claw too and i have them and they are awesome (laughs) I am so blown away by how much I, I've enjoyed both of them. They're all on bearings, including the coin claw. That so, seems that's like weird. overkill. That's <laughs> cool. Like overkill, right? But it's, they feel so great. So great, in fact, that we're going to give away a coin claw and a bean. So one of our Patreons in the China D2 for you uh, tier will be taking home both of those. I'm not going to split them up. I'm going to give them to one home. Does Damn. that sound good? That's a, yeah, that's that's a big haul. So I never thought I would really like the the bean flipper, but it's I haven't it hasn't left my pocket, and it's small enough to where it fits in my, uh, you know, the watch pocket mm-hmm. of your jeans. And it's got a really strong detent because it's, a, it's actually a slip joint, but it's like the... Uh, just like the Black Star. The yeah. Black Star. Mm-hmm. Um, but the detents are it's a, stronger. Uh, it's almost direct competition for the Black Star. 
I yeah. would say it's direct. If you're talking about that pocket, because that's exactly what we said about the Black Star when we came home with ours. Is, yeah. Whoa, watch pocket knife. Pre Black Star, me would have scoffed at the bean and not liked it, but that has sort of opened that's my eyes to that little. Sentence. Yeah. Scoffed at the bean. <laughs> <laughs> it's not the okay. It's not exactly Don't the sexiest scoff name. At the bean. I was. I would have scoffed at the bean. No one should scoff at the bean. I, I would have past tense. Uh, but the the black star is actually. I really enjoyed. I think it actually is really fun for a little watch pocket knife. I find it much more enjoyable than like a slip joint, mm-hmm. which I've completely forgotten about the lion steel one I have in my backpack well, then, somewhere. I will tell you that you will love the bean. I, I'm, maybe I will love. You're the gonna bean. love. Maybe you'll spend I can't your days at home flicking the bean. I see what I see what bum, he was bum, going bum, for. Bum, 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 bum. A joke. Mm. Sorry. Okay. Um, I had to get it. In. What the <laughs> fuck? Wind chimes. <laughs> that's that's my new bad joke sound. Oh, I, 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 I do I wind chimes. One. This is actually uh, oh, part of the articulating oh, armrest for the KMGTS. What the fuck was that? What was that? What so was happening? It was a clip from SpongeBob. Never mind. It was better than you making fucking wind chime prayer sounds. Sounds like we're in Tibet. <laughs> Someone's calling us to prayer. Transition. Oh, wow. What are we back to? Panchenko, yeah. Speaking Panchenko. of calling us to prayer. Uh, Shut up. What? That album you sent me was good today. Love. Yeah. It was... Uh, it, Go ahead and read was, the title for everyone. It was like if... Uh, um, Mayhem had inspired uh, Dead, Dead, Deaf Heaven, and they also all like to listen to Tribulation together. There was a little more death. This sounds very promising, but oh yeah, it's good. Let's let's cut to the chase. Yeah, yeah. Stop making that noise, Jake. Yeah. Okay. (laughs) What what is the name of the band? There is a lot in front of me right now because of the uh, projects that are happening. Okay, I got this. Don't worry, Jake. Shut, I'm on it. I'm on it. I'm no, on it. it. The band is called Drouth, and the album is called <laughs> Knives, Labyrinths, and Mirrors. All right, that's kind of topical. The and the podcast. first, the first track is called Horse Crippler. All right, yeah, I'm definitely that stood to that. out to me. Yeah, yes. Horse Crippler, dude. Stood that's out. gonna be the new Cold Steel two-handed sword. <laughs> the horse crippler. Horse Yo. Don't wait till Lynn Thompson is swinging a horse crippler at you. Oh my god! At Blade Show, get Andrew Demko uh-huh. on the phone. Someone get him on the horn right now, or uh, wake him up from his snoozy ass podcast. Oh my god! Hold that's on. great. That. Uh, I've actually never listened to the podcast, so I have no idea. Maybe it's actually really know. exhilarating. Yeah. But he seems like a uh, very. Um, was it reticent? No horse. Crippler. He's not. A, he's not a big talker. So yeah, shout out to my buddy Chris Maurice for turning me on to uh, for to Drought. I, ca- I can't a, wait to see the a good band. Cold Seals Horse Crippler. I feel like they. Uh, you know what? I can't even make fun of them. The AD fifteen and AD ten. Yo, those are, things look great, huh? Yeah, they look pretty great. I mean, they're literally just Demco customs made into production. I, I got to tell you, I was talking to John Demco, who runs uh, Demco Knives. Their you know their production company. Yeah, his younger brother, right? Yeah, he's just a really cool guy. Uh, it made me really, really miss my eighty fifteen because I love that knife. Just go get a hundred and fifty dollars version from, from Cold I, Steel. It looks I great. Know, but I kind of want my, uh, I kind of want one from them. Dude, it's advanced knife, bro. Approved. Yeah, I mean that's that's true. I, I'm gonna have both. It's just gonna happen. Yeah, I mean, 
I, I really I really can't hate. Like they just took a custom that people like and made it into an affordable production knife. That's exactly what like I like they, seeing. It looks like it's built beautifully too. Yeah, it's just aluminum instead of titanium. Like, all right. Now, someone, a lot of people ask like, when when uh, so there's a hundred and fifty dollar version, and then there's the you know five fifty to six fifty dollar versions that yeah. are the uh, machine ground ones. Machine ground, and then there's you know what nine hundred for ones that are hand ground, something like that. Does one really affect the? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> what? I wasn't anticipating do the, that. Do these hundred dollar knives really affect the the business of the of the knives that cost six hundred and fifty dollars? Uh, how many how many people that buy six hundred fifty dollar knives also buy hundred and fifty dollar knives? I not, mean, there's not that us, many. and there's not not many other people. I yeah, guess. I was gonna say we do, but we we kind of don't count. Most people fall into one or the other. There's very low crossover, I would say. Yeah, I think uh, I don't think I think it's kind of cool that both exist. Personally. Also, like, why does it even matter? Demko is not primary income. He's like he's paid by Cold Steel. Like mm-hmm. he's not just a custom maker. So. Yeah, but I mean that production company is his. Like that's they run that together. That's true. For others. Yeah, but he has like yeah. you know other streams of income. So he'll be good. Yeah, it's all together. I think I I I always thought, um, you know, one hand fed the other in that, but they kind of do run separately. I was talking to John about. Oh, okay. It. Yeah. yeah. Actually, that reminds me of the question that that the listener sent via email. That was actually like a good question for Brian mm-hmm. about what he would be willing to compromise and what he wouldn't be willing to compromise on a production knife to get to a certain yeah. price point. Was I supposed to think about that? Yeah, dude. <laughs> It was, it, that was in your defense. That was like two weeks ago that it got brought up. And then we basically answered it for you. I was supposed to think about that. I mean, it's, it's, it's hard to say. You know, there's compromises yeah. that happen in a building of a knife and everything. You know, mm-hmm. the, uh, 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 like screws, for example. Oh, I got a compromise. I don't want screws on the show side, so I have to put them in from the back side. Well, if you're going to do that, you have to either thread the frame or, you know. So there's always compromise that you're making in the design. Now, as far as what makes the design cheaper, you know, there's not many compromise that you can make. Steel type. Um, I assume like obviously 2D versus 3D Country handles. of origin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big one. Um, yeah, 2D handles, 3D handles. Um, you know, I guess uh, maybe inlay materials or something. But there's to, – to really cheapen up a knife, you know, and that's I, – I tried to have this conversation with Riyadh. Um, you know, what can I do to make them – in a better price range and i never really got a straight answer it's kind of like <laughs> you're not getting a below give us your design and we'll... yeah it's it's weird it's um i don't know so i don't so my answer is i don't know what you can you know besides those couple things that i mentioned um we'll really yeah. and i think I, th- I think built into that question i felt like he was also wondering if there's like a a a, a line in the sand maybe just for you personally like a feature on that's common on production knives that is not on any of your customs that you would not want your name you know associated with that yeah like would you do a bulk like, tent like diarrhea colored my my car i would say like that, that his standards have dropped severely since hanging out with us <laughs> sure <laughs> um it's, sure but it's a, the way that this listener worded the question i don't that it sounded to me like that was sort of 
uh, part of what he was getting at. Yeah, I mean, for me, it's just overall quality. I just don't want something that's total shit, you know? So, mm-hmm. you know, certain features, like you said, the ball detent compared to, you know, over what I'm doing. Um, would you do that one? You know, I would maybe that's, do that's that. That's a good question. On a, I, you know, if it made a difference in price, you know, that was that big of a difference, I would maybe consider it to get down to a real low price range, you know, to get into a whole new market. Mm-hmm. Um but I don't, you know, something like that's not gonna make or break a knife. You know, you're not you're not gonna mm-hmm. take a hundred dollars off a knife because you put a ball detent in. You know, that's so true. it's you yeah. might as well. I I think that's what makes your knives unique, and uh, as long as that feature carries over, I think I think you should do it. You know, what I mean, it's that kind of that's the kind of mentality I think you take with a lot of this stuff. Right. It's but it also limits me on some of the things I can do. So. Do you think you could make a knife that's not a flipper, <laughs> or maybe perhaps has a a void in the blade to open it? Nah, I probably couldn't. Couldn't do it. <laughs> nah, doesn't sound doable. <laughs> nah, nobody's done that before. Nah, it's not happening. Well, uh, you know, I but again with that, like I'm going to make a go at this, but I don't know how my detent mechanism works with that style. You know. It could be interesting, and it's I gonna be I can't flip I can't flip open a knife that you know I don't have the dexterity for that anyway. So it's like I can't even test it to see if it works. Well, I know someone not who has have dexterity. <laughs> this guy, yeah, especially Brian, I'm after you break both myself. your wrists with the uh, the new uh, the new yeah, guns. With, Smith and Wesson, with, with the new hand yeah, with the new Smith and Wesson, you're gonna someone I'm, else is I'm gonna have fu- to flip them for you. I'm hoping so. <laughs> I, I can't wait. I get it tomorrow. I've never seen someone so excited to inflict bodily harm on themselves. Dude, I really want to shoot that gun. I've never oh, shot God, a Smith Wesson 500. So, so I went uh, this past weekend. I went shooting with uh, 50 Shades of Slash. Yes. And Meat Pants. <laughs> that's a squad motley right crew. there. Yeah, that's, that's a, a sick crew. crew. So we went down to RTSP meat by pants me. And 15 seagulls. <laughs> and um, well, the week that's before how they that, got there. <laughs> Stuck them. Dude, it's like the Hobbit when they ride the eagles, except for the, yeah. the seagulls. <laughs> well, now we know what the cover art is. point in comedy for me. Yeah. Go for it, Brian. Sorry. <laughs> you guys ready? You done? Yeah, yeah, we're ready. We had to get our jokes off. Okay. Had, do you have to admit, it's worth bringing up every time. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> All right, so I'm, I've been shopping for I've, I've been wanting to get a 500. I want yes, something I after know. I'm done shooting that get, you know gives me a little excitement because just I shoot so often now that it's kind of it's starting to I'm gonna say it's boring, but it's just it's not exciting. Like it. like me with knives, right? You're just now. compensating oh, compensating for the lack of power coming from everywhere else. <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> all right, all right, Levon Freud. Yeah. <laughs> so Did steal my I job. Re- I rented a 500 last week. It was an eight-inch barrel, and the rounds that they give you when you rented it um, yeah. aren't, you know, there were 300 grain, and they weren't, they weren't very hot. Boo. So we they're shot not that. The, and, they're and, not the wrist-breaking kind. Right, and I was disappointed. I'm like, shit. You know, I wanted to get something that really fucking hurts me. So, <laughs> so I, was, I was kind of disappointed. I'm like, I already have two pistol permits now. What am I going to get? And I'm starting to think about it. Well, then we go, we go this past weekend with Fifty Shades and, um, and Bill. 
And uh, he, 50 has a four-inch barreled version. And I said, oh, uh, well, that's kind of more what I want. I want. Of course he does. It fits I'm getting with the knives. Yeah, I'm getting a snub nose version, so I I wanted. <laughs> it's gonna to be even gnarlier, dude. Oh, it's gonna be fucking sick, dude. Dude, I so, can't wait. This is the most excited I've ever heard, dude, Brian. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah? yeah. We're in his so, wheelhouse now. So Bill, Bill doesn't like to shoot anything that's that's powerful. It's like he shoots two slugs and he's crying the whole fucking day. My arm hurts. <laughs> you know what I mean? He, he likes shooting twenty twos. It's like get the fuck out of here. That's a toy. So he when he toy shot that kills it, he, people. Well. So this time he he he, he we, we told him to shoot it and um, we didn't tell him that we gave him a lot hotter round. So this was the 500 grain round that oh was my God. Pretty, you know oh that was fast. So, so he's expecting what it was before. He shot this fucking thing. And <laughs> he looked he looked down at his hands like he thought his hands like were broke or something. He like he was just like what the fuck? He was like in pain, you know. So oh, apparently good. It, it got his thumb wrong because he wasn't holding it right. But uh, oh, that's that, crazy. Safety that, first, kids. That thing with the 500 grain bullets oh, is a dude. fucking monster. And Do they this, come then in a high, seven, don't they come higher than that? Yeah. Yeah, they have the 700 grain versions, but oh, you can God. only load one of them at a time because the recoil, <laughs> the concussion could unseat, unseats it unseats the bullet from the casing other on the other rounds in oh, the my, chamber. Yeah, yeah, Brian, yeah. you need to make a knife where it flips so hard that it breaks the stop pin. Yeah. It's basically yeah. the same thing. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty just much, the, yeah. Make it the dagger, so it just comes so around. So it just keeps going your, around. Yeah, it just cuts Dude, your finger off. You perpetual motion. It just keeps spinning. I want it to hurt. <laughs> Yo, wanting it to hurt when you're with a guy with 50 shades of blank in his name? I don't... But yeah. There's some, some stuff hey, went on What's there. funny is, that same day, he drove out and met John Gray and I... Uh, and we were hanging yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. That's great. Oh, it was really funny. Uh, <laughs> I think Dude, I'm I... glad you're getting your, your 500, though. I know you've wanted one for a while. Yes, me yeah, too. Yeah, I'm just glad that it's what I thought it was. I, like I said, I was disappointed there for uh, a bit. Jake, it remember is when I went through Three bucks whole... a round. Holy yeah, shit. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Gonna, dude, shooting... you have to load those. And I, 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 when I had my... Um, 44 Magnum, I had a couple very hot, like, not safe... Uh, loads loaded up for just for cases like that where we wanted to scare somebody or whatever. Um, it's very worth. Yo, I don't very worth reloading, especially when when you if you're talking five to seven hundred grain bullets. Yeah, you can probably get that down to like ninety cents a round or something. I'm, I'm so. reevaluating my friendship with you guys right now. <laughs> you don't live anywhere. I'm definitely not going though. shooting with you. We got to Dave. Take you're that. not. You wouldn't be fun to fuck with though. Some uh, people are fun to fuck with. I don't know like, if I feel like his pants. wrists would break just looking at the guy. <laughs> yeah, have you seen my shits? Like, yeah. dog. My shits. His, his elbows would break. Dude, the, three, the 300 break. grain thing and I would just turn to dust. <laughs> it would make this noise. Thought you'd be taking me home in an urn. <laughs> oh, my undertaker! <laughs> what? Yeah, I was Paul Bearer, you know. Oh. Dude, R.I.P. Paul Bear. Right, yeah, you know, kayfabe is broken, I guess, so everyone, no one cares. But uh, still, R.I.P. Paul Bear. Not the band, um, though. Because I did get, uh, I, I did get that hipster gun, and uh, Brian, you need to, you should come out here and go shoot. Yeah, it. we also, I, we, I have to give the, that vector back on Saturday. Oh my so god, we need to on shoot Saturday? before Saturday. No. Yeah. Perfect time for me to get a beer. No, yeah. I work Saturday. 
I could just not give it back. Don't give it back. I, I don't work on Sunday. I could trade it for, like, the MPX. Yeah, there you go. Brian, bring it bring it this way. Yeah, I'll bring it out there for sure. Yes, that that's what we need to do. That's now, does your does your leader allow you to drive across state lines with that, or uh, how does how does that work? Do you have to? Is, is there a prayer involved? Mm. Do you, um, just, as long as do you, you bring them food? No, as long as you're offering right, you you can bring it. Yeah, I don't even know what that looks like. I don't know in Jersey like what. As you I mean, doing everything you, right, I don't even know what that you looks. You can't have ammo in the gun. You have to have them separated in separate containers, and you know okay. that kind of shit. It's all st- okay. st- stupid little fucking things like you non- follow. That's like non-license uh, PA, I guess. Yeah. Well, I mean, you guys know I'm not I'm not super interested in guns, but I, you know I kind of like them. But it's just it's just way too much effort in Connecticut to to own one. Just like, nope, too lazy. Well, you should come down too. Do a I'll, I'll be little knife nuts. Range <laughs> nuts at the range. Yes, that would be some solid YouTube content. Mm-hmm. I uh, mm-hmm. I think I've only shot something more powerful than like a no. I guess five five six is probably the most powerful thing I've shot. Oh. So wow, yeah, yeah. Wow, that was like the longest we talked about guns on this podcast. We've this. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, at least it's not backpacks. At, at all, all Adam and I talk about now is guns too. The Yo, I was has... I was so excited to get that backpack and talk about it for forty five minutes. I've had it for like it was three weeks and I haven't even seconds. used it. Wait, I you have got a not even used it. What backpack did you? Wait, are you Dude, dating me? There's a whole thing. <coughs> is this a trap? Uh, well, yeah, but it. Does it really the get a backpack? Does exist. I'm not catfishing. Oh. I, there is a backpack. I was going to do a whole thing and yeah, like a whole joke. Uh, I haven't even worked out, I, I, but I haven't even used it yet. I haven't transferred my backpack items into the new backpack <laughs> to do the big reveal just for you and all of these imaginary people that you're claiming want to hear about the backpacks. <laughs> so maybe next time, I don't know. I haven't even had five minutes to, I've just, all I've been doing is renovating in the shop. Just all day, every free second uh, that I've had for the last month. So. Are we gonna Are we gonna talk about that? Or are we gonna wait until you're like actually done? To- I mean, I was gonna say I'm not. I would have said no. We can't even talk about it until I have at least like one of the walls framed out or something. But I did frame one item, so we could talk about it if you'd like. <laughs> we, but I'm gonna leave talk it very about the wall brief. framing. Yeah, no, we don't want to. I'm gonna leave it very brief. No, meaning like I need to get to a certain, need to get up over the halfway point well, before I, think I want to start. God, you got over but, more than the halfway point. I think you bought uh, one of the items that usually holds people back from launching into yeah, this as so, a career. So okay, so I bought the new TX from KMG Beaumont Metalworks, and it is up and running for testing and and you know familiarization. I tested. Um, you did what there is not is dust collection oh yes you can't do so shit. so my hope is to make it to the point where i'm actually producing knives and selling knives without dying of lung poisoning first mm. so that's why the room is such a big deal because that's how the dust collection yeah happens i would I say take your time email. with that one i just got an email today from somebody about a one horsepower dust collection system I have one of the dust deputies on, on like, en route. <laughs> now you need the sheriff. Yeah. <laughs> the Morning sheriff partner. was, like, 12000 bucks. How much is the dust chief? Yeah. Uh, need... they, we killed the chief when uh, 
when we landed and Plymouth Rock or something. Uh, <laughs> you need the Dust Sheriff voiced by Mike Snowdy. Oh, he's full I just on told that story. Now. I just told my bro. I saw my brother the other day wearing a cowboy hat, and I had to tell him the the Mike St- Mike Snowdy story. Basically, the, he's got the OG Stetson hat on. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Snow, Snowdy uh, transition from Knife Maker to Red Dead Redemption NPC is like my favorite story. Of- uh, well, he definitely is. You forgot NPC. about the first one where he had like gold grills and yes. like with diamonds. And I he would that be was the when best he was guest. a Grand Theft Auto Five NPC. <laughs> He's yeah, basically just kind he, of like went, went back and forth between NPCs. To uh, Cowboy from a hundred years ago. That he would be. I think he might be the best guest we could possibly get. That man must have uh, stories. Yeah, I'm sure. Like I'm sure. what? I just want to hear it. And I'm I've always it. liked I have always liked Mike Snowdy. Oh. I've always liked all yeah. all he's, of the Mike Snowdy he's things. He's an incredibly good knife maker. Yeah. Like and um, has had a lot of influence. The whole like a lot mm-hmm. of the Japanese sort of stuff is <laughs> wow. That was I was about to say it's attributable to Mike Snowdy. Okay, yeah, maybe the Japanese did it first, but Snowdy definitely popularized <laughs> it. <laughs> just culturally no, he's not, the shit is, out of that. We were just talking about someone who like regular, du- he was a knife maker who was a regular dude one year, and then the following year showed up in like a kimura, he, uh, dressed as a ninja or something like that. Um, Isn't that who's the, the who's someone the guy? just told us that story? Who's the guy that makes the kitchen knives? Who's totally fronting like he's Japanese, but he's not. <laughs> what? They sell him on knife ship free. I'll get you the name very quickly. He uh, makes really expensive kitchen knives, and he lived in Japan for like twenty years or something. Carter. Does he, oh, does he sell immor- or immortality rings as well? Uh, Murray Carter, he's a seventeenth uh, okay. generation Yashimoto bladesmith and an ABS master smith. Uh, Murray well, Carter. I know if if you spend time there studying, I get it. That that that's he fine. Eighteen years there. Holy shit. Okay. Eighteen so, years. He he can wear the garb. Yeah, he can wear a kimono. We're talking like dude that just decides he likes the garb and starts wearing it one day, but he's already like forty. The guy the guy did one sukumaki that. rap. That's worse like, than just wears a kimono all the time. Yeah, that's worse than Crocs. I'm that's sorry. like if Brian if Brian did one of the uh, the Japanese handle wrapped milled tires yeah. and then presents it to you wearing a <laughs> From here on out, he's he's Japanese. He's he's but Brian. The kimono song. has to be made on a CNC. <laughs> Yo, are there he CNC starts, sewing machines? I don't know. He starts sure correcting people sure. at at shows that he's 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 going by Brian son now. Excuse me, that's the Brian son. Yo, if I would pay anything to see Brian. In a kimono at Blade Show. Listen, if I if it's on the fucking cover for this next month, week or this episode, <laughs> I swear, and I better not be on a fucking sweatshirt. That's all I gotta fucking say. No, I think it's gonna be you guys flying the seagulls, but you know. So let me just tell you this: Teespring in a kimono? now allows has hoodies. <laughs> Teespring now has uh, allowed hoodies with all over printing. Oh my oh, god! Yes. All right. Yo, here's the drawback. They're going to be like $800. Yeah, nobody's buying that. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter. The one person who does is going to be really brined out. <laughs> or really happy. <laughs> that shit, yeah. No, that is going to be prohibitive price-wise. So, <laughs> Brian, you're good. How do you know? It'll be whatever we make it. Oh. Okay. Oh, make it so we lose money on yeah. it. So everyone is rocking it. Just like the $100 uh, uh, Shirogorovs. Torso full of Brian's. Make it make it so that's only a hundred. I mean, the material costs are what, like thirty cents for to make a sweatshirt. So we should sell them for thirty one cents. I hear Levon laughing, and that means that he has an idea yeah, that I, I haven't thought yeah. of, and you haven't thought of. That's really funny. 
Yeah, yeah like I we can give away that. one of my daggers for for a person who wears it to the show. Oh <laughs> my god. Oh my god. Uh, no, generous. It'll have be a, have, it's a sixteen hundred dollar hoodie, but it comes but, with a dagger if you come to listen, if you come you to have, the show. You have to wear yes. it. You have to wear pants pantsless. Yes. And it's got to be really short. It only comes in one so, size, five X. I, I want it. No, I want it like a like belly button height. Oh, no. <laughs> like like he's just coming from the spa. Komodo. Okay. But yes. with their with their Smith and Wesson hanging out. I see how you want to freak it. <laughs> I respect it. Listen, if you're gonna wear it, I'm on, I want you to pay for it. I mean, yeah. If you're getting if you're getting a dagger out of it, you better uh, put on a performance. Yeah. Right. You know what? There's probably somebody already non-ironically wearing a kimono uh, to a knife show somewhere. So, you know, oh, someone might sure. beat us to this. People I'm rock. Sure people dead. walk There's... into the Forged and Fire set wearing kimonos all the time. And it's always some white guy. Cool, and always. it's always literally always a white guy. <laughs> Every <laughs> single time, it's a white guy. <laughs> Chris Rock has a bit about about uh, uh, Tom Cruise. Playing the Last Samurai. Oh, you know yeah. Yo, about? how did That's he try and get that one off on us? Tom... Oh god. Yo, Tom Cruise. <laughs> yeah, he was the Last Samurai because no one could see him on the battlefield. He's five three. Yeah. <laughs> he he would have ducked a hard behind time all the cannonballs. The That's very true. Yo, he really tried to get that one off on us. Mm. Damn. Yeah. Tom Cruise, I see you. Yo, you guys <laughs> should look at that video I just sent to you guys on. On Instagram. Okay. <laughs> Brian, I sent it to Maybe you it'll be about knives. It's not. It can... Brian, I sent, I sent it to you, too. Is it... I see it. Did you ever you see the one where it's like a baby? Yeah, but you have to watch the whole video because it gets funnier. I'm going to think of a knife topic while I watch this to try and pull things back. Yeah. Do you eat this chocolate puppy? <laughs> this kind of looks delicious. Oh. He's watching it. It just gets weirder and weirder. <laughs> Right. The, the foot was weird. This, the foot yes. was weird. This the is foot was weirder than I was expecting. This is a whole Ew, ass. He's <laughs> gonna eat the whole ass. Yeah, oh. this whole ass. Would you eat this chocolate puppy? Would you eat this chocolate puppy? <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't have the audio on. All right. Keep I didn't it together, hear any audio. Keep it together. Nice oh, content. Audio. There's audio. Knife. And just so you know that you can swipe and there's like a second. I'm not gonna do that even in the slightest. Um, knife content. Anzo has a new okay. uh, slip joint. It's the Monte Carlo with a clip point. Yeah, I don't care about that. Yep. Okay. Well, we covered it. But uh, you know what? I I am excited for our buddy Elijah has a bunch of that Civivi looks great. Yeah. Yeah. It's it out. Looks really good. Yeah. I kind of want to get one. Dude, it looks awesome. He uh, it looks very practical and just it looks good. I'm really excited about how quickly it came out, too. Yeah, the Anthropos. Yeah, it looks really good. L- listen, you were breaking Jake's balls about sending videos, and now look at Joe. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Dude, you have the A mic here. We're Hold it together. End. We're at the end of this uh, journey, I think, and uh, we're just sort of, you know, oh, circling together. the screen, if you will. <laughs> I'm not. But look at the video I'm sending. <laughs> Come on. Guys, I'm, hold, I'm pulling, I'm pulling right. the podcast I'll, together. I'm gonna, I'll bring it back in. Uh, I'll finish my... Um, so someone has to hold me to some kind of a schedule here. I told my wife, oh. who fronted me multiple thousands of dollars, um, that I would sell a knife for profit, not like I'm building a knife for Levon or I'm building myself 10 knives to test out the heat treat, blah, 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 blah. Like an actual knife that is like going out into the wild 
before 2019 ends. Wow. And I think that's a very reasonable... It is very uh, reasonable the, for a normal human being. There's no reason why you can't have one done for Blade. Yes, yeah, no reason why dude. you can't have one done in the next three weeks. Exactly. There's no reason why you can't have one done in a week. You just okay. he'll have to eat a lot of uh, carbon fiber dust or steel dust directly into your lungs. Brian, I don't it's, not. I'm not expecting this from you because you're just as bad as I am in a different way. Oh God. But anyway. <laughs> Would you let some what? bullshit out of your shop with your name on it? Absolutely fucking well, wait, not. I, st- I, st- I still can't get over your comment. God damn it. <laughs> you would not ever let some bullshit out of your shop with your name on it. You would put no, it in a drawer you... and it would never see the light of day again. Right, but... It, and believe me, I'm over here fucking It shouldn't take up. you a year to get one done. No, it's going to take, mean... take me like three months to get like up and running, and then three months to get comfortable, and then like three... a month to get back from heat treat. Because you're fucking mental. So you're on the snacks plan. Mm-hmm. One knife per year. Yes. Okay. Well, let me put it this well, way. No, 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 no. If that's he sells just not it one for knife. snacks money, then it's fine. Then it's fine. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, but he still well, lost money on that. Much. You can't tell yeah, me he made okay. money on that. You're I'll right. Still you're have right, that much right. text about it. It better be Lerman quality. <laughs> no, 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 I'm not talking about one knife. This. Year. I'm talking about being set up so that I can begin producing knives as a product that the public can buy by the end of the year. That doesn't okay. mean one one and done. That means, like, you know, I'm officially uh, operational. All right. So in 2019. you need to have my knife done before Blade Show. Then that means I need to have your knife done, like, as soon in, as I can. Basically, as soon as I can make scales without dying because my mask doesn't mate up to my beard. Because <laughs> oh my those... God. That dust is yeah, fucking fuck you up. horrific. Yeah. Dude, I had like a whole de- like just all I did was just like touch some G ten and carbon to the grinder. Uh and I for like six hours I was like I Yeah, but it doesn't you know that you thing like, that thing that dangles in the back of your throat. Figure it out. Yeah, I What do you mean? I have to build a fucking dust collection system that No, to that figure out how to keep dust out work. of your mouth. Well, I'm not shaving my beard off just yet, so no, deal with it. I... Just wear a feed bag. <laughs> and it's not really building. It's it's putting together four pieces of pipe and two elbows. I mean, yeah. it's not like you're... I mean, it you is if like you, a normal well, person if you're no, going to make a big had, fucking deal. If there was $1,500 left, then it would be, you know, a couple of hoses and and just well, plug the unit in. I have to, I'm kind of building You're not going to go in making 100 knives a fucking week. Get a fucking vacuum cleaner and stick it and tape it to the fucking side of the grinder. I mean, start that's, somewhere. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm doing first. That's that's what the dust deputy is. That's why I didn't go with the sheriff model. <laughs> the dust hall monitor. <laughs> yeah, yeah what's, what's below? What's below yes. deputy? Yes. You got like uh, volunteer... Listen, you guys keep saying I need to like lower my standards here. I'm already blowing no. all this dust outside. I'm not <laughs> capturing it. I'm just blowing it out the window at my neighbors, okay? So can I at least get <laughs> some credit for that? It's going to be warm good. soon. Can't you just like, yeah. put Take your it grinder outside. on wheels and drag it outside? Yeah. Outdoor free-range yeah, grinder. Do you roll the Haas outside when you... Uh, when, well, it's when a nice day. The yeah, ha- maybe he does. The Haas, the Haas is, is 7,000 pounds. Come on. <laughs> Dude, he's got a hundred dolly. He just pulls it out into the. Yeah, it's uh, also the it's also three feet from the from the entrance. It doesn't of the garage, make dust. So... That, the joke is it doesn't even make dust. Yeah. Oh, it does. <laughs> it does. It does. It's just like contained dust. 
Yeah. It's a contained well, mess, like my life. I'm thinking more like chips, especially lately when it's all steel and titanium and mokutai. You don't do much G10, really. Yeah, nobody likes G10. It's true. Yeah. But I guess the carbon uh, would the make truth, some dust. Truthfully, I prefer not to do G10 in carbon because it's so tough on tools. You, it just it yeah. fucks tools up. Yeah. Oh Man, my God! Tell me about get crazy. them goddamn tooling costs. The tooling costs get wild. Tooling costs. Yeah, <laughs> I went to spend hours today going through dull bits. Yeah. Dude, I bought my dad those Walter Surface Technology bits. Them oh, shits were, weren't even. Uh, question mark? Question mark? Question mark? Maybe. Uh, sure. So wait a minute. They seem fancy. Brian, I also want to say you you think that Jake doesn't already own carbide end mills. <laughs> He does. For yeah, no but you're going to go I'm through sure them pretty fast. On carbon, yeah. not because you don't have anything to put them in. That's true. Mm-hmm. Well, if co- yeah, if cobalt bits are well, that expensive. Put, put them in the wall like that old manual <laughs> mill. Yeah, I, have a manual, oh, yeah. I have a manual mill and lathe. That's why my shit all looks... Oh, right, you have the mill lathe. Just right. okay. It's exciting. Did you ever for expect to be a, a knife maker? Tip. And, get, and before this, the last thing I was doing was threading a barrel for a silencer, Brian, so... <laughs> I expect some love. Wait, now you why should probably doing use high speed steel though. What? For threading, yeah, I'm, I'm using high speed steel. No, I mean even end mills should be using you should be using um, cobalt or high speed steel because I'm, I'm assuming your machine probably isn't too rigid. Well, unlike yeah, you're his, uh, your, them shits. I'm his assuming rules your for dust is, collection is a snub nose size. That's a what? That was a penis joke. Oh, a penis joke. Oh, no, I'll but then when you snap your car by bits, you can like post pictures on Instagram and use that as an excuse, like Will Moon oh, used to. Oh, look at this! I can't make oh. any more knives because yep. I broke my I, end mill. Gotta raise the price. Ha- Hundred bucks. If I sh- if I showed you my end mill broken, broken end, end mill, mill drawer, or not just I broken, but used, you know, yeah, there's I thousands and thousands <laughs> and thousands of dollars in it. Yeah, don't. I said, don't. Doesn't someone want that? Like. Isn't that shit worth, worth something per pound? Because you've got a lot of it. That's that's not even a lot. That's not, that's like nothing compared to what I used to have. Maybe you can um, grind it down and make it into. Uh, yeah, you could sell it. Yeah. It's just that's not. Yeah, I've bought, I've bought resharp like resharpened carbide before. Carbide's carbide. How man. the fuck do you resharpen carbide? Oh, they can With carbide abrasive man. Okay, I just thought it was too hard. You know, for 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 me to have them resharpen isn't a big deal because I just can go in and and adjust my tool diameter or my tool radius on in my programming. But for somebody like, hey, I wanted to hear that. I wanted to hear yeah, the I'm end kidding, of that. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Go ahead, Brian. He's talking. No, fuck I'm you. Sorry. Fuck you. <laughs> damn it! I wanted to know the end of the story about uh, the adjusting Levon. tool radiuses. God damn it! You know our artist is is sensitive. Hey, you're about to be an <laughs> anyway. artist too, man. Mm. Anyway. It's, we're going to be like the maker, the maker, the lover, and the hater now. The, the maker, maker, the, the maker, less good the maker, lover and the, the lover, and the hater. <clears throat> no, yeah. At least it'll be very two different styles of, of maker. There's a guy, yeah. guy that good and bad. Really, really good, good looking stuff that works well, that everyone likes. And then there's a guy who pretends he's in China and just makes knockoffs of the other guy's stuff. And which one is which? I have no idea. <laughs> I don't I'm understand. Saying, you know, the, my business model is to make knockoffs of, of, of Brian's knives. knives. Yo, <laughs> that's actually funny. That's not a bad idea. Yeah. <laughs> I, I've been making that joke for months. Yeah, I know. It's There's actually I'm like a hand ground. I yes. have one. 
Yeah, I already have one. Like, there's like a half, bootleg. Quarter of the way done. Yeah, there's a bootleg fixed blade uh, dagger. They motherfucking one to one dagger. Yeah, good luck with the grinds. That's gonna be it's rough. A, oh, it looks but... beautiful already. Yeah, yeah, it's actually good. This, which is which is why this is gonna be so funny when. I don't the know archer nemesis. It, it's but... even more arch nemesisy. Archer nemesis. Hmm. I don't know. How do you say arch nemesis in Chinese? Japanese. Where are you wearing a kimono? Yeah, Jake, you definitely need to be wearing Komodo in uh, <laughs> while you're grinding. You need to do some like work in progress shots, and you need to put only or at least a, a tracksuit. <laughs> or get the Olay do rag back out. Oh, the Olay do rag. Mad callbacks in this episode. Hmm. Yeah, and the Olay do rag in a tracksuit. That, <laughs> that should probably be. It's pretty hardcore throwback. That and like a little, a little gold necklace. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I'm, I'm I'm excited for your chifoons. Yeah, it's a, well, it's a it's a March Chemesis actually. March Chemesis. <laughs> He's just oh, over there. <laughs> it's okay. We don't have to worry yeah. about this apparently for nine months anyway. So yeah, that's uh, when the next episode's going to come out. No, Blade At is this not rate. that far away, right? Well, we got to get one more uh, episode in. Um, and that episode will feature Kayla Cummings. I think we need to get more than one episode in before Blade, guys. Yeah, it's we'll, only April. <laughs> yeah. Oh, it's only April. Yeah, we'll get a couple more in. Yeah. yeah the, next would... one, the next one is definitely going to feature Kayla Cummings. Cool. Which will be interesting. That should be. It'll be our first female guest. Yeah. There is a lot of testosterone on this show. <laughs> well, perhaps. Really? Three it's, of it's us. Kind that of means like... i got to be on my best behavior. No. I mean... I don't know, not really. Brian, you've been pretty good the last like yeah. 30 episodes or so. So That's because I don't talk to you fucking assholes anymore. It yeah. makes such a difference. I know, I love it. You, there was one point, we, we're going to have to listen back, but you were actually laughing and sounded quite joyous. So. Mm. He laughs. It's a great <laughs> Brian episode. Brian laughs. I, I know, but this was like a, he, like really a lot of mirth. <laughs> that should be the name of his next night. <laughs> <laughs> Brian just turned a corner on his life, he's a new man. All of them are going to be really happy names now. Yeah. I was what thinking of Mirthless sound? Perspective. <laughs> I, don't, it's, I don't know. What is knows? that? It's what is Mirthless Perspective? It's a, it's a old album from Mirthless Perspective. Yeah, you're going to have to fill me in on this one because it's not a... Uh... Are, we, are we wrapping this up? Yeah, well, yeah well, slow. We're... I'm going to look up some slow heavy metal music right now. <sighs> don't get us copyright so, stricken. Don't forget, if you guys are not part of the Patreon yet, uh, Scarv. You know, Scarv, oh yeah, that's good, but it's not slow. Um, uh, uh, Jesus, God, whatever. Great yes, drummer. Yes, chime you to death. Make sure, make sure you join the Patreon so you can almost yeah. win. Uh, the... To everybody who joined our Patreon already, thank you so much. And you guys yes. for sticking with us. We really appreciate it. It helps more than you guys know. Um... And if you want to have a chance to win the uh, the Surge production knives, which are freaking awesome, uh, go ahead and uh, throw your name in the hat by joining our China D2 for you tier. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for all your support and listening to the Knife Nuts podcast. Play us out, Jake. Can't believe I said that. <laughs> Play the fucking wind chimes again. Mm. Oh, you son of a bitch. Okay.
now I'm recording, so. Jake, how are you? Mm-hmm. Can't hear him. Great. Oh, boy. He's he's here. I can tell you that much. Yep. He know. has microphone plugged in, so yep. that's a start. And now I can, I can almost, I can hear his frustration right now. <laughs> I, I had to, uh, I had to switch. <laughs> super quiet, Jake. It's super quiet. What? 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 I had, to, I had to switch the settings on the browser to get it to work. Yeah, probably. Well, n- now switch the settings on your mic. Yeah. <laughs> I have I'll switch the settings on your mouth. This broadcasting arm is fucking sick, except for I literally spent, I don't know, what is this, $130 just so that people can't hear me clicking and typing during the well, podcast? I can still hear you clicking and typing, though. No. Yeah. That's funny. <laughs> no. It still comes through. Let me turn my game down. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, wait. Hold on. There we go. Now my game is all the way down. Start typing. Let's hear it. Oh yep. my god! You can hear it loud and clear, dude. No, but it probably won't. It, it might. It won't make it into the recording. I don't okay. think. Um, I hope. Let me yeah, move this up a little works. bit, Mark. That's exactly how that works. <laughs> well, no, it's weird. There seems to be some sort of like when we record. There's some sort of like I don't know, no, not noise gating, but like like low amplitude sounds to not get picked up. Was that the sound of a creatine infused energy drink opening up? Dog, that shit'll kill you. <laughs> Creatine-infused energy trick. Is that why I, we can't, Jake? You are yeah. so low; it's not even funny. Maybe he was. Was he whispering? Was he not near the mic for that one? Hang on. <laughs> Hang on. Are you a phone sex operator? Yeah, you sound very breathy. He put his mic inside of a bucket filled with foam, so he doesn't yeah. hear all the <laughs> other ambient noise. He, 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 did, he did that. Yes. Well. I mean, we don't know how insulated the new shop is, so. Yeah, well, the that, window- I'm not going to oh. have much to say because that there is not a new shop yet because I'm still working on all the, I'm still doing all the prep work, and uh, so there's no walls up. There's <clears throat> there's one thing that's framed out. That's it. The window that you did last weekend? That's yeah. something. <laughs> yeah. No. Yeah, I got a couple of tools. Also, I, I spackled the cracks. He did. He went around with the tube of caulk for like an hour. You cocked that shit up? He you spackled his crack. Brown, nice. I spackled with his brown crack with caulk. brown caulk. It looks <laughs> like someone smeared shit all over the wall. <laughs> oh my god, the vape! Also, great timing. I bit my tongue really badly the other day, uh, and so like it's swollen, so like I have to try and not have a speech impediment for this episode. <laughs> Dude, it's bad. I've had like a. I had, not only not only did this happen this week, I also had like a. I had to give a talk uh, as well, like an hour long one where they I was like, they hired. They thought they hired you to like fill a diversity void. I yeah, it kind of sounded like deaf speech um, mm. when I don't notice it. So that's yeah, that's great. Good thing we're recording the episode this week. Mm. That's so good. I love it. <laughs> you just have a giant <laughs> tongue now. Well. <laughs> I really wish they would in- incorporate like a way to play a sound more than once on the soundboard instead of having please, to turn please, it off and please, turn it back on. Please take don't put that in the recording. That'll get beeped out. Okay. <laughs> As if there's going to be what would I have said? <laughs> hey, as long as it's ambiguous. 
it's left up to the listener to decide. Uh, yeah, don't beat that out. Just take it all out. <laughs> okay. Because it could be like a racial slur. Oh shit! You I found have... a I found a soundboard. I don't. On my I phone. don't know what race I could make fun of with giant tongues, but I, I got one more for you. Oh, that's really oh. terrible. That wasn't even God. good. All right, I just I just switched it to plus four decibels on the. Uh, oh, you sound good now. Clean yeah. feed. Yes, really? you can, you can really? adjust your own mon. So pay attention to your levels. You need to all act as your own audio engineer. Yeah, you monitors. guys are always always in the yellow, and yeah. and occasionally in the red. But keeping the gain up. I feel like keeping the energy. I'm up. always where I should be. Yeah, yours is yours usually comes out really well. Mine now that I have this broadcast mount and I'm like fucking Tom Brokaw or some shit, I'm actually a little loud. I have to decrease mine. Brian's also always comes out really well. So, do you have like an air horn like? Beep, 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 beep. One of those? <laughs> the, the classic one? Yeah. But why does it sound like it's so Because it's coming away. from my... Because it's literally my phone up to the mic. I don't have that one downloaded. Oh, nice. Oh, wow. What great timing for this. It sounds like children. That's Roman. If, you, if your children bark, yeah. Bark. They just got home. <laughs> That They're just good, walking like, in. That was like a, so a it's like Rick worst Belch case in Ontario. Rick and yeah, Morgan. no, I can definitely distinctly wow. hear some voices. But That's Estella. I think it adds to the atmosphere, makes people feel like they're really here with us, even though here is not a one place. <laughs> here is not a one place. <laughs> here is not a one place. Dog, I've, I've, been, I've been doing too much on my brain this week. That's the kind of quality content you're going to get. Here is I'll not wait, a one I'll place. wait till Roman calms down. Before I begin, wait. Roman can speak because I definitely hear people talking. Well, there, there's definitely Roman is. I can. I, I know his pause on the, the sound of Roman's pause throughout the place. But I also know Stella, yelling. Shut up, my nigga, Shut up. Whoa. That <laughs> <laughs> That didn't sound like a dog. Someone eating wow. some wrap snacks right now? What's happening? Timing is just amazing. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus. I'm just going to play with all these dumb ones on this one. Maybe, oh, Jake, you turn your gain all the way down. No, Now that Jake's into rap, he should get this one. It was, it was Travis Scott. Jake only listens to one Jake, rap Jake's album. into hip-hop now. It's 2000. I turned him. Oh my god. No, I, t I texted Dave because I wanted to. I didn't want to listen to the same album over and over <laughs> and over again. And first he had he he had like a full blown celebration about it, and then uh, he made some suggestions. I tried them, and then I broke his heart a couple days later. That's okay. I've been listening to Lil Uzi. I respect that. I, hey, he's a Philadelphia native, so you should yes. rep the set. Shells, shells. <laughs> okay, I won't. I will not. I love this direction the podcast is going in. All right, so are we getting this thing rock and rolling or what? Oh, yeah, let's do this. Yeah, Jay, Ready? just mute yourself when, when appropriate then. Ready? Yeah, oh, yeah. It's, it's, oh, actually, you know what? Wow, you guys are way more on top of this. Hold on, let me start the backup recording. Uh, backup uh, recording going. Uh, and we're good. <laughs>